What's up, everybody? It's Austin Rivers from Off Guard, and I've got some exciting news. Off Guard, hosted by me and my guy, Pasha Hagigi, is officially moving to our own podcast feed. We are now dropping two shows every week. Me and Pasha go way back and talk so much hoops already that we figured it was time to fire up the mics and let you in on these conversations. Every week, Pasha and myself will hit on the biggest stories happening around the league. Tap into the show twice a week on our new Off Guard feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. You didn't introduce yourself. I got confused. <laughs> I got scared. I was in charge of pushing the start in the clock, and I got confused. Let's just power through. All right. We got a lot of stories. I started the clock. You started the clock. By the way, if you want to be a part of the show in the year 2024, give us a call at 646-138. Now... We were off last week because I was out of town and something huge happened to the tune of $900 million. It impacts my life directly. Chobani has acquired La Colombe. I, I, I have so many thoughts. But first of all, I know this is very like personal. And I'm really you. nervous. I'm really, I want to know really like, how do you feel about this? Really concerned. If my favorite coffee and the top coffee in the CPG space is in any way negatively impacted... I'll be devastated. But, but can't you just like see this as a, a can of coffee half full and more just like, <laughs> wow, great for this this brand I'm that happy. I love so yes. much. That it's worth $900 million. And two, maybe with Chiobani behind them, they'll have more products, more accessibility, maybe even a, 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 a cheaper price point. And maybe Definitely let's be, not. Maybe let's be more lock alone in your life now. I have a lot of lock Cologne. I'm like perfectly happy <laughs> okay. with my lock Cologne situation. So I'm nervous. You asked how I was feeling. I'm nervous. Here's my silver lining. Here in New York City on uh, Prince Street and between West Broadway and I think it's Sullivan, two side-by-side stores are the Chobani Cafe mm. and a lock Cologne. Mm. So perhaps- Break down that wall. Perhaps this was a, a a merger that was forged here in the streets of New York. Oh. Which is a Philadelphia brand, La Colombe. 
And so, but I'm just hopeful that perhaps this Chobani flagship indicate being next to La Colombe indicates they really understand the brand and they're not going to fuck with it too much. But if they do, I'm going to lose my mind. I love the idea that you think this $900 million <laughs> merger was made over like two employees having a cigarette break in the back of like a cafe and a coffee spot. Be like, hey, Gary, where do you work? I work at Chobani. Let's talk to our bosses. Maybe we can make a billion dollar deal. I'm just, I'm, you asked for me to find a silver lining, so I provide okay, you with one. I appreciate which is perhaps that. Thank you very a much. Relationship. I will say, apparently, it's going to continue to operate independently. I don't really know what that means. No, that never happens. And I, yeah, I just don't know. All right, no, can I spin this positive? Sure. We've spent 50% of our episodes of this podcast mentioning La Colombe in hopes that finally you'll be sent some free La Colombe. Perhaps if they're part of a bigger company with a bigger marketing department and promotion department. They'll be looking for people. Exactly. If they'd like to sponsor this podcast, get in touch. <laughs> yes, it's 6462-138. Exactly. Here's the other thing. I bought a La Colombe t-shirt like a couple weeks ago because I was just like, I need some merch. I was just like, why... Why have I been waiting? And the reason I've been waiting is they're always sold out of the ones that I actually want. So maybe this will increase the merch and I'll be able to there get something go. I actually yeah, it's want. Like some people wear like a Led Zeppelin t-shirt because they <laughs> like the music. You're like, this is my favorite canned coffee. If there's anything you know about me, it's that I like to rep for my brands. They don't yes. rep for me, but yes. I rep for them. And yes. so I don't care if it's not cool. I love La Colombe and I want everyone to know you, via my you, t-shirt. You just expressing yourself is inherently cool. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I anyway, um... Congrats to La Colombe. Good for La Colombe. I can't... I'm glad that their greatness is being recognized like this. Um, and I just hope that nothing happens to the Brazilian cold brew. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll still be available for you, Juliet. Okay. All right. On the co- topic of coffee, other big news in the space, genuinely. Huge news. McDonald's is testing out a new concept. It's called Cosmic, C-O-S, capital M-C. And it's a beverage place. So when they they set this up, which I found interesting, because I was like, they have Mick Cafe, so they yeah. have like a they sort of did their. It's supposed to be like a, a direct uh, competitor for Dunkin' and Starbucks. And Cosmic what, is yes, and what they're calling it is the this the afternoon pick me up market. And we all know I don't need to explain what that is, but one thing I didn't know is the beginning of that sentence is the one hundred billion dollar afternoon pick me up market. Again, that's a hundred billion dollars. That is like I don't know, uh, 15 Lacalome companies <laughs> worth of people buying a two o'clock coffee after lunch because they have to make it to six o'clock to finish work. It's wild that that is such a huge market. Well, it's 2.17 a time of recording. And I just went to Dunkin' to get a coffee. I had a coffee as well on my way over here. So we're a part of this economy. Yes. And, um, he, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but if you think about it, like, McDonald's doesn't have this because no. you'd get the coffee in the morning, you know, but it's available to you in the afternoon, but you don't go to McDonald's for like an afternoon caffeinated beverage. You'll go to Cosmics. Yeah, you'll go to Cosmics. But what I find really interesting is the menu. It is supposed to be an alternative to Dunkin' and Starbucks in the afternoon, but the beverages are like Panera style yes. of, of like the kind that might adversely affect your life and health. So <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit um, confused. I mean, here's, I'm just going to rail off what's available. Tropical Spice Aid, Sour Tango Lemonade, Island Pick-Me-Up Punch, Berry Hibiscus Sour Aid, Blackberry Mint Green Tea. This is taking all of the highest calorie drinks at yes. Starbucks yes. and turning them into a, a new business. Blueberry Ginger Boost caught my caught my eye, I will say. But like the amount of sugar in the popping pear slush, the chai frappe burst. I mean, 
It, it reminds me a bit of like the the beverage th- like stall at the movie theater. It's just like, yeah, we got a bunch of corn syrup, a bunch <laughs> of caffeine, and a bunch of flavors. Whatever you want, go for it. It's basically a sugar factory, yes. which again is a nice pick me up. When I went to Dunkin', I was like, I'm really t- flogging. I need coffee and a donut, so I got my sugar and my caffeine. But like, this is pretty wild. I- I'm genuinely jealous of the people who can try it. There's one right now in, in, in Illinois, Illinois, yeah. Bolingbrook, Illinois. So if you live near there, please go and call six four six two one thirty eight. So just just to put a little bow on this, because at the very bottom of the article, there's a quote. Cosby's concept is, quote, what would happen if a McDonald's character from the 80s that was part alien, part surfer, part robot opened a restaurant in 2023? What the fuck is that? What, the the Hamburglar that's part robot, part alien, part surfer opened a restaurant? What? 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 Was that approved? That quote came from like a a PR person. What What does that say to you about this place? You you forgot part of it. Uh, I just want to add, McDonald's described it as based on a character, a six-armed outer space alien who's part vehicle, part creature. I think that's like a, a Simpsons <laughs> character, isn't it? It's like I'm not, e. I don't know Simpsons lore that well, but like a six-armed what? I don't know. I do like that they're thinking about aliens outside of like the sort of like humanoid. You know, like the fact they could be part vehicle, part creature seems like an evolution on the idea of aliens. If you ever meet Juliet in the street, she has some very interesting thoughts about aliens and what they may or may not be. They'll <laughs> blow your mind. I, just... I think about it a lot more than you think I do. <laughs> I guess that means a lot for me. It means a lot to me. Um, I also just want to note the interesting thing to me is like McDonald's has very good coffee. Like it is, it is. very good. It is and very you good. You know what you're going to get. So, it's just funny that Cosmics has almost nothing to do with coffee. No, and also, like, the menu items aren't necessarily the same either. And they're like, oh, by the way, you can also just get, like, a McDonald's burger and fries. It's like, wait a second. This is just a McDonald's with, like, a sweet lemonades. But then they also have, they have bites. Like, they have a snack box. And then they have, like, donut ho- filled donut holes, basically. Yeah, but it's... They're taking a lot of different fast food ideas and putting them into cosmetics. But, like Auntie M's, is, that's what the bites remind me of. Yeah, but it, it, what they're what they're doing is Starbucks at least tries to give the like impression that you're eating some sort of like a whole grain or some actual real food. Brewed tea. Cosmics is like we're not doing that. <laughs> like this is candy and super sweet lemonade with a little bit of flavor and caffeine. It's true. It, so, this is not for like anyone who's being health conscious whatsoever. There's ten more locations coming. They're coming to Texas. And I think this is really reflected on the menu because the last item that you can see on this menu is a Topo brisket, Chico. Brisket flavored lemonade. <laughs> Topo Chico Saboros Mint with lime. So oh, I love Topo Chico. I do too. And it's, you know, it's the seltzer of Texas yeah. and Mexico, which are adjacent to each other. Thank you for the geography lesson. <laughs> You're welcome. Shall we move on? Yes. To my hottest topic of perhaps the month. Tommy DeVito. Oh, Tommy DeVito Cutlets. Tommy I'm Cutlets. so excited. Tommy Cutlets had won the great game. Hold on. Let's, no, no, no. First of all, for those of you that are listening <laughs> to this that are not football fans, Tommy DeVito is a backup, backup, backup quarterback for the New York Giants. It's like the fourth string. He grew up like nine miles from where they practice. I feel like he's just he's there from, out of convenience. But, but due he's to from injuries, Northern Jersey, yeah, yeah. due to injury, he ended up like playing for the team and the first time he played they wouldn't let him pass the ball right and they're like we don't know if he can yes they're like we're not sure he's like we had him around as like a mascot character for the quarterback room and then he's a vibes guy and then all of a sudden he won three games in a row 
for the Giants. And then he's like became this huge phenomenon, particularly in New Jersey, particularly amongst the Italian-American community. And he's got this signature hand gesture that he does <laughs> as a celebration. And he became like a like it's like he's a, a Lynn, hero. It's like a Lynn sanity thing on a much smaller scale minutes. in a different sport. Yes. And He's been, as you said, embraced by the Italian community of Northern Jersey. Yes. And their restaurants. Yes. And, um, and prior to the event that you're saying, I know a lot about Tommy DeVito. He has had these events where people, will, he'll be at a place, yeah. a deli, like an Italian deli in Jersey. And what happened was is people were like really showing up. I'm talking like 500 people lined up around the block. They would bring him like undershirts yeah, to it's sign. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a thing. Yeah. If you are like just... A kid in New Jersey who dreams of being a quarterback. Yeah. This is like the most inspiring. And you inspiring, love the Giants. Yeah, yeah. It's like the most inspiring story ever. It's just like, be a vibes guy who's good enough to be the fourth but string. But he won three games in a row. Including a really, on Monday Night Football against the Packers. And yes. so, immediately following that game, he was supposed to be doing an appearance at a place called... Coniglios. Coniglios. And he was supposed to do it for $10,000. That was mm -hmm. his appearance fee. And then he gets one big game. Big game. Monday Night Football is a big deal. And Troy also, Aikman did not want to believe in him, and he had to. And, and on Monday Night Football, this is important, there was a picture of his agent, and his agent was was dressed as a Halloween costume as a mobster. Literally had a pinstripe black suit on with a black hat. Yeah. And he looked, he looked like a caricature of someone who's Tommy DeVito's agent. It's hard to not reference the Sopranos in talking about Tommy DeVito. Yeah. Like, we can just be honest about it. Yes. Like that's, you know, I don't, I've never seen Sopranos, right? You're really missing out. Um, so after he wins on Monday Night Football, his fee goes up to $20,000. The agent <laughs> says, I know we said $10,000, but how about $20,000? And Kiklos is like, F you. Fuck no. We'll cancel this thing. We don't need Tommy DeVito in our pizza shop. <laughs> and, and they also, I saw the flyer, so they're charging $250 to 50 people to do an autograph and a meet and greet, all right? $250 times 50 is $12,500. The fee was supposed to be $10,000. They get the extra $2,500 just for, like, you know, staff and things, so they kind of break even on it. No problem. And them trying to make a buck. No, and they're, not, they're barely making a buck, yeah. though. But they're just like kind of getting people in the door, getting familiar with the Caniglio's experience. But at 20000 now I'm losing money. Like, just no. You can't just double it for no reason. It gets it gets in the paper, especially the pay, uh, the post. And now he does the appearance, as they say, on the arm. Gratis. Which is the right thing to do. And also, karma's a bitch because he got blown out last weekend. Yes. I also, I just want to shout out Caniglio's. Caniglio's, when they posted about this, um, they posted a picture, a video of Eli Manning just like having fun with pizza dough as like, this is our real giant yeah. QB. <laughs> yeah. like, two Super Bowls. Two Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really famous. Yes. Super beloved. Humble dude. Funny. It's like. Comes by Caniglio's all the time. He's just, just like, for fun, but yeah, just he's for just fun. here to toss some pizza dough. Yeah. But I just love that Tommy DeVito's brand is associated immediately with this pizza situation. Plus, his nickname is Tommy Cutlets. Like, Tommy Cutlets. Yeah. He he's a food guy. He's an Italian food guy. And I absolutely love it. That's what he's been that's what he's been writing on people's undershirts. I think this is probably as good as it gets for Tommy Cutlets. Yeah. So I hope he's living but it. But he's up. played his way into a true he'll he'll play next year as a backup somewhere. But there's also I've got a lot of Tommy Cutlets information, but Let's we've only hit, got so much time. Hit me with some more, man. So he's doing another appearance at a, a burrito shop. And mm. I was like, whoa. Wait a second. You're the Italian deli, Italian pizza shop guy. I don't know if burritos works for this. Here's my thing on professional athletes, especially football players. Okay. Make as much money as you can yes. as soon as possible. Yeah. So I don't think he needs to worry about that. But you know what it reminded me of? 
Um, remember when Zach Wilson, that like people really believed in him, and he was like his he was like doing appearances at Playa Bowls, and there was like the Zach Wilson Bowl at Playa yeah, Bowls. Yes. So to the the winds change fast here yeah, in the city of yes, New York. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> One more thing about Coniglios, uh, they do something that um, a place in our neighborhood does as well. Who's our? You and Mike? Me and uh, producer Mike. What is it? Old school Coca-Cola. Oh, nice. They do the syrup with the seltzer and the mix it up. They Love do that it. at Coniglos. There's a video of Tommy of Tommy Cutlets getting a fresh made Coca-Cola with the syrup. There's a there's a place by us that does that. And I'll tell you, you like Coke, you think Mexican Coke is good. Fresh made syrup Coca-Cola is the premier Coca-Cola. Interesting. Is it an official Coca-Cola product that they're that I they're, believe so, yes. Because Italian soda obviously is yeah. very popular. I think I need Italian soda to make a comeback in my life. Just mm. throwing that out there. 2024 goal. All right. Well, All right. Chibani, get on it. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, follow up. Food news follow up. If you recall, 10,000 Krispy Kreme donuts were stolen in Australia. Um, the woman who stole them was found and it took two weeks to find her. Yes. It took, did, I have some questions. So I watched the video again of her stealing the van. She clearly had no idea there was 10,000 Krispy Kreme I donuts think she in there. She just a car, right? She was like, I'm just like, she's walking around the gas station without a car, being like, oh, you left the keys in here? I'm out of here. And then she's like driving the car. She's definitely like, this smells funny. And then they found the car two weeks later at a car park, which is what they call a parking lot. But then they arrested her at a train station. So there's no mention of how they traced her. Like we found the car, but did she did she leave a note in there being like, I'm taking this train at this time? Also, where the fuck are the donuts? Where well, I think I think the donuts were inside the car. Still. Were they still? Yeah, I believe so. Oh my god, I thought they were gone. Oh, I was confused. Yeah, she didn't sell the donuts. Did I think she they eat were any? in there. I'm I'd sure love she to had know. a couple. I you can't not. Imagine being in a car. If you're stealing a car and you can smell it. You're probably hungry. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you're stealing a car, maybe like just to to not have any credit card transactions and not have to like get any cash. You just eat the donuts for as and long as possible. Have you ever like picked up food in a car to bring it back to yeah, other people? Yeah, and then people? your car smells like Your it car smells, you have to eat a little something. Yeah, especially with like greasy food, which oh, donuts yeah. are. Yes. Anyway, um, her name has not been released. So we don't have more details at this time, but I'm hopeful we will get more details. One of my... One uh, of my you know ho- what? I'm good on this story. You know what? <laughs> I don't think we need more details. I want to know more about how the heists are happening, though. Okay. okay. So that's I want to know more about how they found the car and then trace her down at a train station hours later. I think we need a Were consultant. Were there footprints leading from the car to the train station? Uh, Maybe. Do you want me to call the police department in Australia? No, please do not. Okay. Maybe I don't we'll have you... to do a follow-up on foot. It's Maybe a great we'll point. fly to Australia and do it. Maybe. Who, Who knows? knows? All right. Next story takes us to the border in San Diego where a large sum of meth and cocaine were found in jalapeno paste. $10 million worth of meth and cocaine. I added this to the rundown because I've never heard of jalapeno paste before. Mm. And I was just like... Is that a, is it smart to hide drugs in a product that's not common or should you be going for like <laughs> yes. whipped you get cream? You pulled over like, what do you have? Be like jalapeno paste. Someone's like, never heard of that. What's that for? <laughs> yeah. It just seemed like perhaps there was an excess of jalapeno somewhere. So they're like, we're going to make a paste. Oh no. So see, see, I see this differently. I see this as a uh, drug lords getting together and be like, all right, we've got $10 million worth of product. What's the one thing that can stop us at the border? drug sniffing dogs like let's put cover the, the drugs in the stinkiest thing that we also produce jalapenos so they, do they I smell think, jalapenos I, um i assume so they don't smell like like but you know they always say like oh they put it in coffee or whatever 
It's yeah. like, I think this is a... Oh, it's like the, the scent, cover yes, scent. Yes, I think it's a, a cover scent is what I was thinking. But the dogs were like, the dogs yeah. still found it. Yeah, we smell the jalapeno. Good we try. also smell drugs because we have much better smell than you do. And we can smell the drugs and the jalapenos. You know what's really gross looking? Meth. Did you see the picture of the meth? It looked gross. Oh, well, they, it was co- it was a bag of meth covered in jalapeno paste. Some guy with a glove covered in jalapeno. It looked like it looked like someone had just like bore the jalapeno paste, and it just came from the womb. It's just another reason to not do it. Just to throw that out there. Yeah. <laughs> looks when gross. you said you know it looks gr- gross meth, I was like, when have you seen meth? It's like Julia, does something we need to talk about? <laughs> just to know it's in these <laughs> I was pictures. Very concerned for a second there. <laughs> what experience do you have with meth? None. And okay. I, I'm afraid of drugs. And I certainly do not feel better after this story. Don't do drugs. Next, moving on. Two tomatoes were lost in space. Yes. And then they were found. And so you can learn all this stuff. About space. Space, space And like tomatoes. what it does to you. But they weren't, I just want, they were not imported from Earth to space. They were grown, grown in is, space. It's like Matt Damon and his potatoes. Yes, in part of a program that's that's meant to be like, can we grow food in space? Because eventually we're all going to end up here. Let's see if we can start, get the tomatoes started now. They look like tomatoes. They look like shriveled up tomatoes shriveled in a Ziploc bag, which is exactly what they are. I'd like to taste space tomatoes. It's like pretty cool. Ten I don't want to go to space at all. But I'm interested in trying the fruits of space. So you want imported tomatoes from no, fucking I... space? <laughs> like, 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 like Italian San Marzano tomato paste is one available, thing. If it's available, i Space tomatoes? If it's coming back to Earth, I'm curious. Taste space. <laughs> Taste space. <laughs> Taste space. Yeah. That's a great idea for Disney World, you know? Yes. Like it, so, Texas Space Mountain. I found a quote in this I found interesting as well, right? So they said... Um, quote, astronauts report there are psychological benefits to time spent gardening, increasing their quality of life in space and boosting their morale. God, space sounds boring. God, like, I can't wait to water the tomato plants today. Like, oh, so what was the best part of your day? Like, I, I trimmed some leaves on a tomato plant. What you're saying God. is the, the Martian nailed it with Matt Damon and his potatoes. I guess so. I just want to say I'm very much on record as never wanting to go to space. The boredom is part of it. The fact that you might never come back. I don't want to be a frontiers person. I'm good. I'm fine here. I'll Me just too. go down with this ship. I I'm agree. fine. I, I am fine. I don't want the ship to go down, but if it is, I'm sticking here. Yeah, I'll be by that. Yeah, I'm totally down with it. On that note, it's time for our own morale boost, the taste test. Oh, the taste test. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so I I volunteered to be the taste test hunter and gatherer today. And I have a theme. I saw a lot of options. I know you have a sweet tooth. I saw chocolates. I saw candies. And I was like... Let's go another way with this. Wow. So, so you're like, I know what you like. I'm not going to go that direction. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you're welcome. The theme here is this can't be good. Okay. Okay. So these are things that are normally good that they've tried to healthify that cannot be good. Okay. So, 
We have Brad's Crunchy Kale, nacho flavor. So it's is supposed to be like Doritos. Here, is the supposition here that kale's ever good or that like anything this nacho is This is supposed is to good. be like a Dorito. And then we have shiitake mushroom jerky. Like instead of beef jerky, we have sh- shiitake mushroom jerky. Okay. And then you got figgy pops, chocolate crunch, uh, organic unbaked fruit and nut energy bites. I love figs. I feel like I'm going to like this. Okay. Well, I feel like I'm not going to like any of this, but that's not going to stop me from trying. I'm what gonna are you going to start, start with? with Brad's right, Let's work kale. our way up to the figgy pops. And I'll start with shiitake jerky. I don't even like mushrooms. These things look like like animal droppings. I'm Brad's not going to lie. crunchy kale this, looks like trash. This, <laughs> it looks this, like leaves sh- taken out of the garbage. Just take a look at this. If someone told you this was deer droppings. That looks like deer droppings. Yeah. I'm going to give it a shot. I can't believe you're doing oh, this, this to me. this is terrible. This is awful. Guess what? Mushroom jerky tastes exactly what you think mushroom jersey jerky tastes like. Brad's country kale on first taste has no taste. Then you get deeper into it. You're just like, why am I eating this? I'll be I'll be chewing this jerky for the rest of the podcast. What, this was seven minutes. Such left? a weird choice by you. Okay. You're welcome. I'm having a shiitake jerky now, aka animal oh, droppings. Oh, whoa! There's like no this, the the crunchy kale does not look good. It's not. <laughs> it's, this is like a fruit Why leather Why do people taste. buy this? These aren't cheap either. I definitely prefer shiitake jerky over Brad's crunchy kale. No doubt. Shiitake jerky is disgusting. It's disgusting. So Brad's crunchy kale is much better. You know what? I'm going back for I more. I just had to swallow without chewing like I'm on the challenge. It's like a food, te- <laughs> a food challenge. And I'm like not allowed to throw up. That was disgusting. Mmm. I like that this one says low right. salt, same great nacho taste. So... They had another version of this with more salt? Let's look at the sodium content on there. Um, I can't speak sodium. Uh, because sometimes it's like 120 milligrams. I'm like, is that a lot? Is that a little? I don't I don't know. Shiitake jerky is 560 milligrams. It's 24% of your daily sodium content. That seems like a lot. And that's just, that's, and I'm sure there's like, there are like 17 servings in this bag, but you really eat the whole thing by yourself. Yeah, two servings. This does have significantly less sodium. All right, let's go to, to the dessert. I'm so mad at you. This stuff is just gross. All right. Next time C- I'll just get ice cream. CVS, do better. <laughs> I'm putting this on CVS. All right. So again, Figgy Pops, Choco Crunch. What's the ingredients in here? I'm going to read it out loud. Know. All right. Organic fruit paste blend. That's number one. Parentheses. Organic dried date, dried fig, no. dried pear. You, no. No? No. No. This is a textural disaster. Yeah, this is disgusting. Okay, lesson learned. If you want Doritos, get Doritos. If you want beef jerky, get beef jerky. If you want a little bite of chocolate, get a bite of chocolate. This is probably our most disgusting taste test of all time. Wow. You're welcome. Can you think of anything worse? I'm no. having a hard time here. Like, I, I can barely swallow. remember. I can barely remember like last week's show. So I'm the wrong person to ask. Once again, I had to swallow that chewing because it's too gross. Mm, God, this is disgusting. Mm. Producer Mike, you want something? Jacoby, this is horrifying. You're welcome. All right. Extremes are good. Is it? For the show. Okay. Um, I'm excited to tell you about my personal food news. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to hear it. Um, I went to a Italian restaurant on Houston Street and McDougal. Oh, great. Um, I'm going to pull up the name of it. I had it open before and I fucked up. I okay, mean, it's I, don't, fine. I don't know what to tell you. It was um, Maradona themed. Diego Maradona. Diego Maradona. <laughs> <laughs> He's Argentinian. It's very strange. Did he play for Napoli? It's just a bunch of cocaine. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> no one eats. No one eats here. Let's bring out trays of cocaine. So he played for Napoli. So in La Liga. So okay. I think I think that's why. Okay. <laughs> but it's a it was, very strange theme for a restaurant. 
It was, it was like, guys, 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 I'm opening a restaurant. Really? What's the theme? Diego Maradona. It's that Argentinian? Was, no. That was the theme. It's Italian. Are you serious? No, no, it was Naples themed. And it, the theme of Naples apparently is Diego Maradona. Sure. That is not my personal food news, though. <laughs> well, that's just part that's of it. Just, just, okay, that's just a, just setting the scene. Just, okay, I didn't, I didn't know you had a decoy for personal food news. This place is, no, this place is called Song in Napoli. And there's four of them, actually. There's two on House no, It's a full chain. There's one. There's one on the Upper West Side. I'm really going to regret this when this becomes a national phenomenon. And gets New bought Jersey. by Chiabani for a billion dollars. <laughs> I went to the movies with my parents, and afterwards we just like mm. wanted to get lunch, and this was available. We were like, see? whatever. We saw Maestro, the Bradley Cooper and Carrie Mulligan oh, movie. That's good. Yeah. Um, the food was very good. I ordered for us. We got a pizza. We got like a um, eggplant parm appetizer and a salad. The eggplant parm appetizer came in this dish that has like a grate on top of it. So you grate your own Parmesan mm. onto it. It was really cool. I like that. There were two slices of pizza left over. Okay. My parents decided to bring the pizza home. Okay. Best pizza box I've ever seen. What? It was really well sized for takeaway. It was a box intended for not having finished your pizza. Perfect. It, wa- it wasn't just a box of like, if you're this. having pizza delivered. Have I ever told you I'm a former pizza professional? <laughs> you are? So, and also it was like, the box was also Diego Maradona themed as like part of the <laughs> entire branding of Song in Napoli. <laughs> but the food was really good. And it was the most perfect pizza box. And it also, it was unique to this place. It wasn't generic pizza box. It wasn't like for just takeaway. It was for what leftovers. It was pizza leftovers I box. I like that. And I loved it. We all remarked on it. We were like, wow, great box. And it's like a reason to go there and get pizza. I'm, it is. Uh, well, there's a lot of reasons to go there. Um, I have a, a quick follow-up question. <laughs> is it about Maradona? No, not at all. <laughs> when you say, I ordered for everybody. Yeah. So you, they were just minutes. like, Juliet, go for it. We were all hungry and didn't feel like like spending time with the menu. Disgusting. Also, there was a QR code situation. Oh, I had pulled it up. Yeah, I was like, what yeah, am I yeah. just order? Yes. And yeah, everyone was fine yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, I don't even... It was yeah. the, the QR code situation. It's my only it, criticism of this wonderful establishment. Give me a fucking menu. Give me a menu. COVID is over, also sort of. doesn't spread on surfaces, so what's yes, the fucking yes. difference? So can I have a menu, please? You have a budget for the perfect pizza box. You can print out a yes, menu. Yes, yes. Like, just you go got, to... You, you made pizza boxes with Diego Maradona on them. <laughs> you can make a menu with Diego Maradona on them as well. I really like this place. Other than that, Song in Napoli. Okay. Um, mine is pretty brief. It is also um, themed with two items from this show so far. One of which is your Italian parm situation. Another one was which um, uh, uh, Tommy Cutlets. I said to myself, Quincy, let's cook up some chicken parm cutlets. Oh, they're going to say, let's go to Caniglio's. No. So what we did is we got some chicken breast and we did the whole thing. And um, we made our own chicken parm. First time I've ever made chicken parm in my life. I would I would do some things differently second time around. Fry or bake? Um, both. You, you fry, but not like fully submerged in oil. You fry and then flip in like sort of like I a see, half and inch in oil. Finish, finish and then you it put, off in the oven. And then you put the cheeses on and the marinara and then broil it for a couple minutes. What kind, of, chi- what kind of chicken did you use? We used uh, chicken breast, uh, thinly cool. sliced, but I didn't pound it thin seconds. enough. That was the problem. Mm. I'll do better next time. I hate the meat pounding. I love meat pounding. You do? Yes. It, it's just better. No chicken breast is better thick. I Everything's better thin. This is why I don't like to cook meat at home. I don't want to do the work. Okay. 
Yeah. Come I, I over. Know. Me and Quincy will cook you I up some tummy cutlets. I know my limitations, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> All right. Listener food news. Let's hear it. Hey, Juliet and Jacoby. Steven from Milwaukee calling in here. Big fan of the show, as is my wife. Thank you. Uh, quick question for you. You are going on below deck, whether it's Mediterranean sailing down under the Captain Lee version, um, and you have to fill out your preference sheet. What does your below deck preference wow. sheet look Amazing. like? What is the one big meal you are requesting? And bonus bonus question, what chef in a perfect world from the Below Deck franchise is preparing said meal? Big fans, keep up the good work. Happy holidays. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. This, first of all, I mean, like, we don't have 45 minutes. No, this say, is great. I love it. This is great. Stephen is great. He knows exactly pandering. who he's talking Thank to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great job. Pandering has negative connotations. This is perfect. It's a successful pander. Yes. And um, I know the chef would be the girl who was drunk, really drunk that one season, then got sober and came back. Rachel, I think her name is. Oh, yeah. She got in the fight with uh, Austin. Yeah. Girl. I like her. Um, For and me, it's she would be Marco. my chef. For me, it's Marco from Below Deck uh, Sailing Out Season 3. Oh, okay. And um, so I've thought a lot about this question. Okay. I've spent a lot of time thinking about what my preference sheet would look like. And here's what would happen at the preference sheet meeting. They would look it over and be like, this guy's chill. He's going to be easy. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be very specific about things that I want. And and my big meal would be a local delicacy. If I'm in the Mediterranean, it would be like, just give me the, the best of the fruits of the Mediterranean. If I'm the Caribbean, it'd be like, make me a Caribbean feast. And if I'm down under, it'd be like, whatever they eat down here, let's eat that. So my my big meal would definitely be like locally sourced, as fresh as possible, fish from the water that we are now on top of with what the people around this part of the world eat. Because I'm not going to ask for fajitas if I'm in the Mediterranean. I feel like you could request a fishing trip to catch your fish that then the chef has to use. (laughs) That sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) But that's the kind of thing they would do on Below Deck. For me, I would be very specific. I would need a lot of Coca Light. I'd be like, I'm out of the country. I need to take advantage of the fact that I can have Coca Light, which is similar to Coke Zero, but better. Um, need to have iced coffee, and it can't be too watery. And like, I, I'd be very specific okay. about yes. my iced coffee, as I am every day of my life. Um, and I would actually request to not eat too late. They clearly are always eating always really late. Too late. Nine and I o'clock. Don't, I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all know that Juliet depreciates over time. So I, look, yeah, everything needs to be pushed I, up early. I need breakfast ready by seven. I need lunch at twelve thirty and no later. And I need dinner the late last night for like a late night, seven p.m. Yes, and I'm a big. You know, I'm a big smoothie person. Yeah. So and I would be like, I, I like protein smoothie when I wake up. Green, healthy, 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 healthy. And a fresh, healthy, light. I don't want a heavy lunch either. And then yeah. I do a big dinner. Another thing I would say would be like, no matter what I say, no matter what I try to pay you, no matter how many times I say, I know I put this on the preference sheet, but I'm not going to do it. Don't give me alcohol until like 11 a.m., okay? Also? Just, not, just let me get to like 11 a.m. without alcohol. One final note on that, no wine. I don't want anyone with a wine hangover on my boat. So really? we're doing liquor and beer. That's it. Well, you know, I don't really love wine, but what if Joey's on the boat? I'm sorry, I don't. Joey's no. not. Joey's not allowed to have wine. It's a wine-free environment if I'm the primary. No, 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 Juliet. That's 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 too exclusive. It, that is no. There no. was no restrictions no, placed no, by Steve your, from Milwaukee. But your preferences, I can't be like they can't be non-consensually applied to other guests on the boat. That's not how it works. They don't have to come from the primary. I mean, just no wine. Yeah. What no about wine. champagne? 
I don't know. I just don't want people like, I just feel like that's not a good way to start. Wow. We'll just keep it to margaritas, things like that. Wow. Okay. Um, thank you so much for the perfect pander yeah, to shout end to 2023. And Steven's wife. Year. What's her name? Jeanette? It's been a great, I don't know. I'm not Sharon? going to get it wrong. I don't think he said. Did he you say? He didn't say. I'm just guessing. Oh. oh. <laughs> We're off next week. What? Um, have a great holiday season or calm time, as I like to think of it, if you're lucky. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I have no plans. I'm sorry. I know we're going over here, but you think of the holiday, se- holiday season as calm time. Yeah, as a Jewish person, I don't have, like, any obligations. I'm not, like, oh. in- involved in Christmas. I'm, like, yeah. I'm just, like, hanging. Hanukkah's over. Just calm time. Yeah, it's calm. I'm looking oh, forward great. to it. I'm, like, going to read. If people leave the city, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, huh. You know, I'll be in the park. As usual, just walking around, being calm. Um, I hope you all push the same for all of you. Thank you so much to producer Mike. Thank you for listening to and our Sasha, podcast. Producer Sasha. Thank you to producer Sasha for hanging out with us today. Um, we'll be back in January. 2024.